Hello and welcome to episode 234 of the Veg Grow podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden. And today is the 19th of August 2019. Today I am thinking about what plants I will be overwintering this winter in order to get early crops for next year. Now I know it's still summer but really this is a time of year we want to be thinking about this. But more on this a bit later on. Firstly, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week in the diary. It is Friday the 16th of August 2019 today. Just in my little potting shed, just potting up a few of my chilli plants that I've been given. A bit more on that in just a little bit, but firstly... This week, now I have managed to go down the allotment a couple of times this week after work when the weather has allowed it. I'm finding the weather at the moment to be pretty odd for this time of year. What I mean by that is Tuesday night it absolutely tipped it down. Wednesday and Thursday was pretty dry so I've gone down the allotment on Wednesday and Thursday. Not that I mind getting wet in the rain but I just think there's nothing worse in working in the rain and being wet and staying wet and not being able to dry out anyway Wednesday and Thursday I did go down the allotment as I said and I've managed to crack on and do a hell of a lot of weeding and tidying up of course this uh, weed notice is looming over me at the moment next week I'm expecting the inspection and we will see whether I've done enough to pass it by I'm pretty sure I have I never hear anything Anyway, so it's just one of those really odd setups, I, I feel. Now tonight, as I said, I'm just in this potting shed and I'm just potting up a couple of chilli plants. Now these are chilli plants I was given. One being a chocolate habanero, which I'm really excited to see where it turns out. And the other is just a purple chilli. I'm not sure what type, I just got given it. And then I've got a purple pepper plant as well. Again, I'm not sure what these are going to perform like. I'm actually hoping to overwinter them. So I'm going to grow these in this little potting shed, which actually at the moment is quite warm and it stays quite warm because, well, it's how it's built. I'm hoping I might add some little heaters in here, but over the winter we can keep these going and really get them off to an early start next year. But we'll concentrate and see what that happens over the winter. Now another little update that's happened today. The two quails that were hatched a few weeks ago, they've been happily inside a little, my brooder, which is an old hamster cage, in a kitchen. I have now moved them out into the cage in this shed. Now we've named them Demigordon and Mind Flayer. If you've watched Stranger Things, you will know where that name comes from. They seem very, very happy. I'm pretty sure they're females, although we haven't had any eggs of them just yet. Let's just have a look and see if we've got any. Nope. I'm not surprised. It's probably still a little bit too young for that. But I'm watching them closely and seeing how they perform and how they get on. Really happy with them. Now... I have been turning the heater off indoors overnight and during the day, so they are really pretty hardy. But now I've moved them out here, I'm just putting the little heater on it in here overnight just to 
ease them into the fact that they are no longer protected and it's going to be a bit colder for them. Anyway, it's all good fun and it? it's nice to see these things are really progressing. But that's it for today and I'm sure we've got more going on throughout this week, although I'm on call so fingers crossed I get down and do more work. Well today is the 18th of August 2019. I'm on the allotment and it's coming up to 8 o'clock in the evening. Been here most of the day. I got here about 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, I, did, I would have came earlier but it was raining so I figured I'll wait until the rain had passed and then come on down. It's nothing worse than being wet and miserable while trying to work in my opinion. So a couple of hours doesn't make a huge amount of difference. Now I came down here for, first and I went straight into my greenhouse. I wanted to get in there before it got hot in there. And I just uh, went in there and cleared away the last of my onions. They've gone home. Cleared up a few things, tidied up the area, putting away this sort of, um, putting away plant pots and things and cleared out any weeds that were in there. Harvested quite a few tomatoes as well. I really must harvest the chickpeas. That's going to be a major job on my list next. Then after that, I went outside and I went to the two beds that I had onions growing in this year. These beds are empty, so I've just ran over them with a hoe again. Now I've been hoeing throughout the week and pulling out some of the cooch grass roots that seem to form in there and stick in there. They're horrible things, I've got to say. But in those beds, I have planted out my broccoli rab 60. Now these should produce broccoli, quite small amounts, but quite quickly. And they should, hopefully, be able to harvest them and clear them out before my garlic and other onions will go in here for overwintering. Now I gave those a good watering in. They probably didn't need it, but... I always like to, when first planting out anything, give them a good can of water over an entire bed at least. Fairly easy and fairly simple really. I then spent a long time doing a lot more weeding and literally just pulling out any weed I could see. <sighs> I hate weeding, I've got to say. It does take, take a lot out of me. It's a boring job but it has to be done. I'm thinking of looking into mulching the beds next year as a way of trying to stop this cooch grass from forming. This is my biggest problem is the cooch grass. I dig it out, I'll dig the roots out and it still comes back. Um, I mulch with a no dig method and it still grows through that. So that is a real battle for me to, to try and think. What I'm thinking next year, and I've got to check my allotment rules to find out if it's possible, but I am thinking of getting a couple of straw bales and mulching the beds with straw on hope that that will stop any weeds coming through. More than that next year. That's if I've got the allotment, of course. Anyway, after all that weeding, now I, um, I went home for dinner. And while I was at home, I collected my strimmer. And after dinner, I came back down and I strimmed round the edges and the paths, 
pulled out the lawnmower, run over every single weed and bit of cutting that I've taken and that's all gone in the compost bin and that's filling the compost bin up rather nicely. It should mean I get some really nice compost in a few months time. Now another task that I've tackled has been down the side of my allotment where the road runs I have planted a few trees. There's elder tree, a pear tree and an apple tree, a cooking apple tree. When I planted them, my idea was I'll try and keep them trimmed so they don't get too big and take over the area and go onto the road. Well, the apple tree and the elder tree do go onto the road a bit. So I've cut, I trimmed those right back again to stop them going onto the road. It's not something I really like to do at this time is pruning, but it has to be done in order to stop the tree damaging people's cars as they go past. My Jewish and artichokes, the stems on those are also, the way the wind's blown, push those slightly over onto the road as well. But all I've done is stuck a few canes in and run a bit of string to hold them back. Now while I was on the apple tree, I harvested two bucketfuls of cooking apples. Bramley cooking apples. So um, we will be eating a lot of apple pies over this winter. I don't mind that too much because it's going to really, really taste good. So yes, that is really what I've been up to today. A lot of just basic weeding and tidying, although it's been quite a few hours spent on here. It just goes to show that looking after an allotment needs a lot of time. Now, have I done enough to keep the allotment people happy? I like to think I have, but we will find out over this next week. Well, it is Monday, the 19th of August, 2019 today. And I'm just looking over my veggie pod. I absolutely love this piece of equipment. You've probably guessed with how much I've spoken about it a lot in the past. Just picking some tomatoes. Really, really pleased with this piece of kit and how well everything grows in here. Tomatoes have actually taken over. I think you may have heard Lee and I saying about that when we were at the maize garden. The, the tomatoes in here just grow like mad. But it's not all about the tomatoes. We've got carrots in here which are doing well. Spring onions, salad leaves, beetroot. Just really a lot to keep us all going. Now, I'll bring that up because I'm just checking it all over today and looking at what we've got to harvest to keep us going over this next week and there's quite a bit that we can do. I've even got the basil finally growing in here. I've struggled with growing basil normally as I have with carrots in this garden so that's a really interesting development. It took a while for the basil to get going but we've got there and the carrots are of a decent size so yeah so I'm just really checking that over and reporting back on how that is. Now I haven't mentioned that weekly harvest report for a few weeks, in part because of problems with the website still, but also I've been a little bit busy to write it up, but I will be writing it up very soon and we'll be talking about that next week. Well that's it for this week in the diary. Next weekend, the bank holiday weekend, so I'm hoping we can get a lot done done.
Now, before I talk about my overwintering crops, I have the tip of a week from the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar. And this week's tip is, when potatoes are ready, lift them out and leave them to dry for a few hours before storing them in paper sacks or boxes. Well, I certainly have potatoes that are ready for harvesting and we will be soon harvesting lots of these. So it'd be great to get some of these stored to get us through the winter so perhaps this advice is going to be very useful for that i tend to store my potatoes in the shed so that would probably work out quite well for us now before i talk about overwintering crops i do want to just mention that i am thinking about 2020 yeah already now the calendar kind of tips may not be used what i would like to do instead is tips from listeners So, if you've got a tip, you can start sharing them right now. And if I can build up for 52 tips, all well and good. Just let me know your tip and what time of year it applies to. And you can send that to me by email at richard at thevegegrowerpodcast.co.uk. So with that, let's get on with overwintering crops. As I said in the intro, we are still in the summer. So why am I thinking about overwintering crops already? Well, it's simple, really. It will soon be time, if not already, to sow lots of these crops in order to get the plants big and strong enough to survive the winter. Now, not all these crops will be ready for eating in the winter. Just great to have these crops ready to go in spring. Just just keeping us going. Now, I do like to grow crops over winter for many reasons. The first reason is that it means that my allotment of garden still looks like it's producing over winter. The land isn't being wasted. It's got food growing. It's just, it looks productive. Now, of course, if there is any infrastructure work that needs to be carried out, such as repairing beds or what have you, I need to bear that in mind when in the planning stage. A good example of this is actually I have one bed in my allotment that is falling apart. Now, I might be able to repair it this weekend, but if it needs replacing... That needs to be done before I even pot any plants in that bed. Another reason I like to grow crops over winter is that they need less work. The cool wet weather helps ensure the plants don't go thirsty and we can in fact use this to our advantage. I find that if I plant any trees or bushes I get more success establishing them by planting them in sort of October and early winter time. Even my asparagus was more successful in establishing by planting in the autumn and of course the colder wetter weather also means there are less pests around such as slugs and snails that can cause problems but not everything is rosy birds can be a big problem they're hungry therefore it was worth netting some crops strong winds can also blow plants around things like my brussels sprouts i will stake them in order to support them then there's also the cold temperatures that can be a problem and if I feel it's too cold I just run out and cover my crops with some fleece in order to protect them and even if the crops are in the greenhouse it's worth keeping the fleece available for them and not all pests and diseases are pot off by the winter but they are dramatically reduced I find so what am I going to be overwintering well I did mention in the diary that I am looking to overwinter some chilli plants in the potting shed. Last week I sowed a few chilli seeds on the hope that they would germinate and grow on throughout the winter. But since then I've also been given a couple of chilli plants and I hope to also grow these on throughout the winter. 
These will be kept in my little potting shed, which actually has a good amount of sunlight coming in. But it also has artificial lighting for my grow lamps. It also stays fairly warm in there, but I do think I'll be trying to add a bit of heat in there just to maintain a reasonable amount of heat. At the moment, the sun comes in and hits the back, which is a, a metal corrugated iron piece, which warms that up during the day and stays warm as we go into the evening at night. Of course, in winter, it's not going to warm up as much, so we might just need a heater just to take the chill out of the air. I could, of course, bring these plants into my house, but my wife and I are both at work during the day, so we barely have our heating on. So really, plants are not going to get any benefit from that. Now, some people will prune their chili plants in order to get them through the winter, but I don't bother with that. I just pot them, or I just keep them in their pot and monitor them throughout the winter. I try and ensure they don't dry out, but at the same time not overwatering. Just keeping the soil moist is what I'm looking for. They also don't need feeding during this time, as they're barely going to grow until the spring. Now I've started in the potting shed, and I'm going to stick for the time being with indoor crops. I am lucky in that I do have two greenhouses, so there's quite a few crops I will be growing inside. The potting shed is the warmer one, but the greenhouses outside don't have any extra heat in them at all. But in there, crops such as winter lettuces, salad leaf will grow really, really happily. The seed variety needed will generally have winter in its name, and one that I've had a lot of success with is a lettuce called Winter Destiny. It's actually a very tasty lettuce, but more importantly, it grows really, really well over the winter with a bit of protection. The salad leaf, there's a whole host of salad leaves specifically grown for overwintering. And even spring onions do really well over winter if they are a winter variety of spring onions. And there's nothing better than actually going out to a greenhouse during the winter and coming back with a load of salad in order to make a salad of some description. It's also a great idea I find of growing oriental vegetables such as pak choy or choy sum in the greenhouse and I actually sowed a few of these a few weeks ago and they are growing really really well. I'm going to follow this up soon with a few more. I've also just discovered a very early variety of carrots that I plan to trial over the winter. This is a variety called Adelaide and it is reported that these can be sown as early as November to get an extra early crop of carrots. But to be sown that early they need to be grown undercover such as in a greenhouse. I do plan to trial these over this winter and we'll find out just how they get on but from what I've seen they've really piqued my interest. Now I've got to say if you haven't got a greenhouse I will discuss some outdoor crops in just a second but I do want to say that cloches can be easily made to go over crops in the ground and this kind of imitates a greenhouse. A very very simple thing you could do is just get a, a plastic bottle, cut the top of a bottle and then place the, um, the bottom end I guess you would say over the plant and that will make a small little greenhouse for the plant that's on the inside. The bigger the bottle, the better. Other alternatives are like the plastic tunnels that you can buy from a garden centre. Now I will have a look on Amazon and see if I can find a few ideas for you to check out on that. Outdoor overwintering is where it's really at in my opinion. For me, I love the look of an allotment in the middle of winter that's still got food growing in it. 
I've got to say that I actually think the gardening year in the vegetable plot really starts in September. I say that because the main harvest season has just gone past. One of my favourites to grow is garlic. Now I usually sow my garlic around September the 20th and I have been saving bulbs from previous crops and they keep getting better and better. Garlic generally can be sown from September to about April but it does need a period of about six weeks where the soil is below 10 degrees C. Otherwise the garlic itself will remain as a big bulb and it won't split into separate cloves. Now I'm actually going to run an experiment over the next season and find out if there is much difference but I've always had much better results by planting the garlic earlier. I usually also plant my onion sets about a week after the garlic and I've said in previous podcasts that I grow my onions from sets as I don't get on with seeds. I have actually heard of people who sow onion seed in August ready to plant out in October. I've tried this in the past but it wasn't very successful for me personally. This year however I have bought some onion seedlings from a garden centre and these are already in my root trainers and they seem to be growing quite happily in the greenhouse at the moment. Eventually these will be planted out and I will be planting them alongside some sets. I find that the onions grown over winter to be bigger and better tasting than those sown later on in the year. Although they don't store as well as the onions that are grown later in the year. Peas are a really good one to grow over winter although on my current allotment I've really struggled with peas for some reason. On my old allotment however I would sow them around the end of September October time and well the secret to overwintering peas is getting the right variety. Peas such as Kelvindon Wonder are really specifically for overwintering. I usually start these off inside then once they are about an inch tall I'll move them outside with a bit of protection and give them something to climb up against. But what I found was when I was successful is that by about May time the pea plants were huge and producing peas and in fact I was actually the envy of many of my neighbours because well uh, they couldn't get them that big that early and that for me was really really high praise. Broad beans are actually very good to overwinter and in fact I only grow these overwinter now. I find you get less black fly because they are again ready that much earlier. Now black fly is an aphid that sucks the sap from the plants and again I start these off actually in my root trainers but pots will do during October and I usually use a variety called Aqua Dolce Claudia and then these can be planted out in early November and they will grow over winter very very happily completely unfazed by anything they will be a bit slow till about february march time and then they will just pull on a lot of growth but again they will produce an early crop which just makes the plot look productive that much earlier now i did say that really we want crops that can be sown now but also can be bought from a garden centre as seedlings to be planted within the next few weeks. And there is actually a pretty big list of these that can be done now. These include perpetual spinach or chard, and these actually provide like a really nice salad leaf. And it grows outside, doesn't really need a huge amount of protection. 
I also actually use these to give my birds some greens during the colder months and they certainly produce a lot of leaf. They're really easy to grow, simply sow the seed, thin out or pot on until they're a few inches tall, plant them in their final position, water in well, perhaps a bit of a chicken manure feed and they will grow and grow and grow. They will probably grow till about summertime or the longest day before they are past it. So they are in there for quite a long time, but they are really, really worth it. And if you go for some of the multicoloured ones, they also look really, really good on a plot. Now, spring cabbages. <laughs> these are really cool to sow. Now, we can get two crops from these. So all I'll do is we sow the seeds now and we can grow these plants on for the next few weeks. And then we'll plant them out. But when we plant them out, we actually plant them a bit too close together. This does mean that when we sow the plants, we need to sow a few more than what we want. And the reason we plant them a bit too close together is that as these plants will grow bigger and bigger, by about March time, they will need thinning out. And when we thin out, we just remove every other cabbage plant. Now the cabbage plant that is still in the ground, that will grow bigger and bigger and start to heart up. But the thinnings, we will pick the leaves and chop them up and we can use these as spring greens in the kitchen. Now these are really, really tasty. I really like spring greens and I'll just add them to a mashed potato to make a cold cannon. And that is a dish I absolutely love. Well... I've just been through a small amount of what I plan to grow over the winter and I really hope that makes you feel like you want to grow something over the winter too. Or perhaps you have your own ideas of what to overwinter. If that's the case, then please let me know in the comments at the vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Well, there we go, guys. That's it for another week. As always, thank you very, very much for listening I am having a few problems with a website at the moment, but hopefully we can get that sorted. Next weekend's the bank holiday weekend, so we get a longer weekend, which means more time in the garden. And of course, we'll find out if I've managed to keep hold of the allotment. That's all to come up next week. But for now, please take care, and I'll speak to you all again next time.